and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is a podcast series where I meet with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics. Please subscribe to Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player to stay up to date with all things logistics. In this episode, a listener favorite is returning to join us. Crane Worldwide Logistics Canada Customs Development Manager, Scott Bowman. Welcome once again, Scott. Hey, Joseph, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm better now that you're here. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for the kind words. Now, as always, we start off with very fun questions, and I understand that Canada's most famous dish is arguably poutine. It originated in Canada, from what I understand, but you can find it all over the place. But what makes Canadian poutine different from all the others? Oh, great, great question, Joseph, and near and dear to my heart. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with poutine, it's it's essentially ad adding gravy and cheese to, to fries, and it takes it to another level. What really truly makes a good poutine is the squeaky cheese curds. The province of Quebec and the surrounding areas have perfected this recipe. Yeah, they are they are really, really tasty. All right, Scott, let's get into the meat and potatoes of why we're here today. You've recently done an episode where we discussed customs and ocean for uh, Canada, and I understand that today's topic, we're going to be talking about how to do business in Canada. That's right, Joseph. Today, we're going to focus on the documentation and how to set up doing business in Canada. Most excellent. So based on how we set up accounts here in the U.S. with terms and conditions and POA, the, the power of attorney documents, is any of that different up there in Canada? Great question, Joseph. Terms and conditions are required, as well as a POA, if we're going to be conducting customs business. However, there is a Canadian flavor to it. By flavor, I mean some terminology that is specific to the Canadian environment. Well, that makes sense. Legal terms are going to be different from one country to the next. Now, with that in mind, can you advise on other documents that we should be aware about? Yeah, absolutely. Take it right back to the granular level, Joseph. Say, okay. for instance, we have a brand new client. A couple of the documents that we would require would be a customer profile. We would need to run a credit check on that customer. And then we would have them sign the T's and C's, which we call terms and conditions. Now, if we were simply providing a customs brokerage service, what we would require, still the profile to set the client up, the power of attorney, the Canadian version to be completed, and then also the T's and C's, the terms and conditions for that product as well. So um, a little variation, you would still need to run uh, pretty much the same, uh, you know, with the terms and conditions and the profile and the credit, but then you would add the power of attorney. Gotcha. Now in the warehousing business, um, you could substitute the warehouse agreement for your terms and condition. Oh, okay. Well, that's but good. You, to know. Yeah, but you would also still need to have your profile, your credit check, to be completed as well to start the package, I guess you would say. Makes sense. And you mentioned a business number. Can you explain uh, what's needed in a Canadian POA? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point uh, that you've brought up here, Joseph. So like the US where there's a tax ID, in Canada, there is a business number. And this business number usually has 15 characters in it. So if you were to look at it, say one through nine, two more characters plus four more digits. There's also some letters that are part of the characters on the business number uh, that you mentioned. Uh, do the letters stand for anything in particular? The first nine digits is to identify the actual business. The two 
letters are a program identifier code that identifies the program account. For example, the common one used in today's business number would be an RM, which indicates importing and exporting for the business. Another one would be RT, which is specific to the business that collects taxation purposes. So GST and HST in Canada. The last four digits is to identify the individual's program because businesses can have multiple entities within their business. All right, so if a person knows this code at a glance, they can obtain a whole lot of data just by looking at it. That's really handy. And, and how would a company obtain their own Canadian business number if they already don't have one? If you don't have a business number to date to conduct business in the Canadian environment, whether you're a resident or non-resident importer, you can ask Crane Canada to submit a form with your information to Canada Customs on your behalf, and Canada Customs will generate this business number. Once you have that business number, you're open to do import into the Canadian marketplace. One step further, to export from the Canadian marketplace, if you ever needed to do so, you simply have to provide a little extra information. But from a starting point, as long as you get that import information started, you're ahead of the game. Final question for you. Moving forward with all this wonderful information that we now have just learned about uh, Canadian paperwork, what would you like to see from your fellow Crane teammates? Well, first and foremost, Joseph, I'd like to say thank you for the opportunity to work together with my teammates. I know in the past we've had some disconnect, I guess you would say, because of the COVID situation where not a lot of the uh, network was working together. So moving forward, what we would do is we would provide this document package to them, depending on the type of business that they would like to do. And as we talked about earlier on, if it was brokerage, then we would provide them with the profile, the credit aspect, and the terms and conditions in a POA. And, and thirdly, we're here to help. So if this information needs to be provided to their client and we need to have a conference call together, we are absolutely here to help and to educate, not only internally, but externally. Always finding solutions, not excuses, right? Absolutely. We're problem solvers. That's what we do. Yeah. Especially with how crazy things are going on in the world, you need a good problem solver. And Crane sounds like the best in the biz. I agree with you 110%. Well, Scott, as always, this has been very informative. Now, if people want to learn more about what y'all are doing over there in Canada, who do they contact? And what's their contact information? Yeah, so they can contact myself here in Canada. I know you talked at the start. My title is a Canadian Customs Business Development Manager. It's a mouthful, but I am wearing many different hats here. So if anybody has any questions, please reach out to myself or even the Managing Director, Sean Crawford, here in Canada. We'd love to help. Most excellent. Thanks again, Scott. Joseph, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's always a pleasure to speak with you and all of our friends in the network. Pleasure's all mine. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into this episode of Coffee with Crane. You can find all episodes of Coffee with Crane at craneww.com and the Knowledge Center. Now, again, please subscribe to Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player and be sure to like, rate, and comment as well. It really does help our little podcast to grow. So until next time, I'll have a hot cup waiting for you right here on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now. Mm-hmm.